Hallelujah. This is actually part two of what I began this morning. Uh, and I uh, just did not have the time to finish it. I was cutting a lot of stuff out, and uh, I felt strongly impressed. If those of you who was here know, I just shut it down. Uh, I said, I'm not going to cut anything else out because God didn't give me this to cut it out. Hallelujah. He came, He gave it to me to put it out and to deliver it. Hallelujah. So we're going to go back. And uh, we're going to read our opening scripture in Matthew fourteen twenty-two through 25. Matthew 14, verses 22 through 25. Hallelujah. This is what it reads like. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him and to the other side. While he sent the multitudes away, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Heavenly Father, as we come tonight, we thank you, we praise you, God, for your your holy word. I'm asking God for strength, God, and deliverance tonight, Lord, that we may be able to give this word as you have shown it unto us tonight. Help us, God, give us strength. Speak to the hearts and ears of the people today. In Jesus' name, let the church say... Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise again while you're being seated. Hallelujah. The title of the message that I began preaching this morning is The Revealing Nature of Life's Storms. The Revealing Nature of Life's Storms. We all encounter storms of life. There's storms that we all go through. Amen. There's no there's no doubt to that. There is no debate about that, no argument about that. Uh, we all have storms that we go through life. But there's something about storms other than destruction and things of that nature that they cause. Storms also can be revealing. I showed you three pictures this morning of a of a beach that uh, had went through uh, a, a series of storms, and it caused much of the beach to wash away. And when it happened, it revealed and opened up. And he's got the pictures right there, uh, and. Uh, that they found out that hidden under the water all of these years that nobody knew that was there had been an ancient forest, at least 5,000 years old. Uh, and uh, put up the, the third picture there. Uh, this, this lady's out taking a picture. Those, what you're seeing there, the only thing is left of that forest is tree stumps. Uh, and it's all over that area. Uh, nobody ever knew that there had ever been a forest there. As far as everybody had known, it could go back through history, 
Amen. Uh, it had all been uh, ocean up to that point. But um, uh, sometime back in, in, in history, uh, uh, the sea wasn't as, um, um, as deep as it uh, had been, and it came in, it covered up this far. So the storm hit and revealed all of these things. And as I was talking to you this morning... Um, about the revealing nature of life's storms. Amen. Um, uh, we found out that, uh, that many people, even right now while I'm speaking, are in the worst storm of their life uh, or they're going through something that's very difficult. Uh, amen. And they don't know really how to handle it. Uh, amen. It's, and, and I told a little uh, comical thing about Charlie Brown this morning and how uh, when um, uh, the, the uh, sand castle that he, uh, that he built on the seashore got washed away in the story, he just stood there um, uh, with his hands folded and say, I know there's a lesson to be learned in this, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. Sometimes, amen, we go through things that we just can't figure out. Sometimes we go through things that we don't have an answer for. Hallelujah. There are going to be some things that you go through in this life that you'll never get the answer for it as long as you're in this life. You're going to have to wait to the other side for God to explain it to you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And we started talking this morning about the storms of life revealing four things about our inner nature. And this is one reason why God allows us to go through some storms because sometimes we got things hidden down inside us, amen, that we either, either we uh, don't know or honestly don't know are there, but we have so long ago buried them and hide, uh, hid them because we want to forget about them. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. I know where I'm talking about now. I've counseled a lot of people, amen, down through the years. I've counseled with people, amen, uh, who has undergone abuse, uh, amen, in years past. Uh, and um, even going back as far as when they were children, being abused by various people in the family that everybody trusted. And they had covered all of that stuff up down through the years. And it's causing havoc in their life today. Some people go from one marriage to to the other marriage, to another marriage, amen, and they don't even realize, amen, what's causing problems with their current situation, amen, is something not that happened between them and their spouse today, but something that happened with them 20 or 30 years ago that they covered up, and it might just be that God will have to send them a storm by, amen, to wash away all the stuff so they can see what's there, hallelujah. The only way you can begin to get healed of something is open up to it. As long as you try to cover it up, you're going to have the pain. You're going to have the hurt. And storms can do some uh, revealing. Hallelujah. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to go, go briefly over the, the couple things that I talked about this morning, uh, but I'm not going to uh, repeat everything that I said, but I'm going to give you some of the things that I cut out this morning. One thing that storms of life uh, reveal is the source of my faith. Hallelujah. And I talked about that this morning. And, uh, and I told you how that nothing 
uh, reveals the true nature of a person's faith better than being caught up in the middle of a raging storm. If your faith is genuine and founded on biblical principles, nothing that hits you will shake you or cause you to give up on God or His Word. Hallelujah. Amen. Now here's something that I didn't tell you this morning. In this, this is something that I, uh, I, I cut out because I knew how the time was going. The whole issue here is for people... Amen, to understand whether or not the faith that they've got inside is a genuine faith, if it's real or not. If it's real and genuine, it's going to carry you through everything. Amen? Hallelujah. It, it's dependable. Amen. Glory to God. What, what's not genuine, what's, what, what's fake, amen, you can't depend upon that. Hallelujah. Now, people might say, well, well bro, uh, Brother Sammy, how, do I, how can I know that my faith is, is genuine? How can I know that I've got uh, uh, the genuine, uh, genuine article down inside me? Well, this is right here what I didn't bring to you this morning. Where did your faith come from? Hallelujah. The Bible says, Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. Hallelujah. If the faith you're hanging on to tonight come any other way than uh, through the Word of God and having the Word of God digested in you and receiving within you the engrafted Word, hallelujah, what the Bible said that's able to save us, able to keep us, hallelujah, faith cometh, true faith, let me say true faith cometh by hearing. Hallelujah. And I don't care how much you like some of them good old gospel songs, some of them good old hymns, some of them good old southern songs. The Bible don't say that faith comes by gospel music. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing. Amen. What are you trying to say, Brother Sammy? I'm trying to tell you that you've got to get all of God's Word in you that you can get in. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. You, you, you need to feast on the Word of God every day of your life. There shouldn't be a day go by in your life that you don't open up God's Word and you don't read a little bit of it, that you don't take it in. Hallelujah. If you're not doing that, you're, you're selling yourself short. Amen. Amen. You're causing yourself pain and misery. Amen. You are, giving, you are feasting on other things that are junk food that when the devil hits you and the storms of life come your way, you ain't going to have no way to fend it off. Because you haven't been putting the Word of God. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I've been through some, some hard time. Everybody here has been through some hard times. Man, I've, had, I've have, had the devil come against me in every way that you can imagine. He has did. And everything he comes against me is trying to destroy the ministry. That's what he wants to destroy is the ministry. And he's hit me every way down through my life and imaginable. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you something here. Glory to God. Now I enjoy worshiping God. 
I enjoy praising Him. And I, you know, I tell you, everybody here all the time, we need to worship Him. We need to give Him glory. We need to give Him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. All that is true. Hallelujah. And all that is good. Amen. I've been known to run the aisles. Amen. Jump up and down and shout and do a little bit of it all. Back in the day when I traveled and didn't, did the tent meetings, I've been known to swing around tent posts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I, uh, I, I was a, a whole lot lighter fellow back then. I don't know if I could do that or not now. Hallelujah. Amen. But man, that's something I enjoyed. Amen. The presence of the Lord. But let me tell you something. All that shouting, all that swinging around tent posts, it's not what's gotten me through the storms of my life. Hallelujah. There have been times in my history since I've been pastoring the church that things has hit me that I didn't know that was coming. Wasn't expecting it to come whatsoever. I can... I can remember vividly going to church one Wednesday night on Meridian Street many years ago and sitting on the platform, amen, while the worship was going on. And I was sitting there waiting, amen, to get up to lead the service, amen. And what I, uh, what I had found out that day and what I uh, uh, began to go through that day, I was sitting up there and I was just shaking, amen. I mean, I, I, you know, and I, man, um, my heart was pounding and, I, and I, I, I said, God, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this, God. I don't, you know, I... I says, I know everybody looks at Brother Sammy. Well, Brother Sammy's strong here and he's strong us. But God, hallelujah, I said, God, everybody's got their breaking point. Everybody got their limit. I said, God, I don't know if I can go through this. But sitting right there, amen, while everybody was worshiping. Glory to God, something become alive down within me. Hallelujah. Glory to God, I didn't think about it or nothing else, but when it come time for me to get up, it felt like somebody just got up there and yanked me out of that seat. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, folks, down through my life and down through my ministry, hallelujah, some people, they, they cave in while they're going through pressure. They cave in while storms is hitting them. But God has bless me with something and I think it's because I have I have covenant with God I have devoted myself to put his word down in me amen and just pack it down in me hallelujah and I can go back over my life and I can honestly tell you and sister darling will tell you amen that the times of my life that I was feeling the most pressure that I was feeling squares most I preached the best sermons during those times because it was those times that when I couldn't do the anointing of the Holy Ghost took over completely. Glory to God. Aim. Oh, hallelujah. Give God praise tonight. Hallelujah. So a storm will come and it will begin to wash away some things to reveal some things. And one thing it will reveal is the source of your faith. Number two. Amen. It will reveal the strength of your commitment. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people, amen, who talk about uh, Christianity, and I said this this morning, but talking about Christianity and being a real Christian are two entirely different things. Hallelujah. Everybody talks about how changed America is and that America uh, is it's not the same country that they... They once knew and that they grew up in, and I will, uh, I, I will agree with that fact. But I got to tell you also, people, that the church has likewise changed. 
Hallelujah. We've got too more too concerned about other things. Amen. We don't seem to have the zeal of the house of God as we once had. Hallelujah. We worry about time and what we got to do tomorrow, about getting up tomorrow and getting kids off to school tomorrow and doing this next week and all of that kind of stuff. Amen. My, my, my. I would to God that some of our younger ones could go back in time to see the Pentecost of old. Hallelujah. Amen. When you'd go in the church house, amen, you'd find kids laid out sleeping up under the benches. Amen. On the benches. Amen. Amen. They just let them sleep and they worship God. Hallelujah. And they'd start service at 6 o'clock. And we never did get out of church on Meridian Street years ago to before 10 o'clock on Sunday night. Hallelujah. If we got out, amen, before 10 o'clock, amen, people were wondering, well, we didn't have a good service tonight. Hallelujah. People had to get up at the same time back then as they do now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. The church has changed. People's changed. Amen. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have a commitment, Lord. Huh? And when a storm of life will hit you, Amen. It will, it, will, it will uncover, amen, just exactly how you are committed to God. And what I left off with this morning, and I talked about this morning, uh, hallelujah, that is uh, our commitment unto the Lord. It's got to be just like what Daniel was. When the Bible says Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. We've got a purpose in our heart. We've got to have some commitment to God, commitment to his house, commitment to his word. God, I told you this morning, I said, now this, this is where we're going to step on some toes. In, in time past, God let us get by, amen, with not being 100% committed. But I don't believe he's going to allow that in the future. Hallelujah. Not because he, he, he's going to be slow, slower on love or grace or mercy or none of those things. It's because the only people that's going to get through the things that are going to hit this nation and the world in the future is those who are 100% totally sold out, committed to God. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Give God a hand clap of praise for that. Let's move on. The third thing that the storm of life will uncover on you is the level of my maturity. Now this is going to be tight, but it's going to be right. Hallelujah. The level of my maturity Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1, 2, and 3, and see what it says about that. They got it on the screen. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. Can't you understand Apostle Paul is not patting these people on the back right here. He's reproving these people. He's he's letting them know something is wrong with your relationship with God. He said, he said, I can't I can't speak to you as spiritual people. I would love to be able to take you in deeper things with God. Hallelujah, but I'm still having to bottle feed you. Hallelujah. Amen. 
you know, sometimes, amen, when you got a new baby, amen, it's, it's an all nice, cute, and cuddly, and man, you hold that baby and you feed them. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a while with our three, but I, I can still remember, you know, taking a bottle and squeezing it right on my, my, uh, my arm right here, you know, making sure that the temperatures are just right, you know, and um, uh, uh, feeding all that, and there comes a time, and you know, you, you like that, you take pictures of that, and that's all cute, hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Now, my, my, my daddy had an old, old country saying, I don't know if you ever heard anybody say this, amen, he, he, he loved the saying, well, well, John Brown, if I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm going to tell you something, there was a time, amen, when I kind of liked bottle feeding those children, and it was cute and, 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 and all that, but I'm going to tell you, amen, John Brown, hallelujah, well, I'll be bottle feed a kid, amen, is 15, 16 years old or more, hallelujah, hallelujah. There comes a time to throw the bottle away. Amen. Let's finish reading this. He said, I fed you with milk, not with meat, for hitherto, or in the past, you were not able to bear it. Neither yet are ye now able, for ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envy and strife and division, are ye not carnal and walk as men? My Lord. Hallelujah. He's talking to a bunch of people that should have grown up, hallelujah, and be wearing adult clothes, but they're still walking around in diapers. Hallelujah. And there's nothing as bad, amen, glory to God, for a man of God to stand behind the desk and try to deliver his soul, amen, and give people meat of the word, amen, that's been in the church for 20 years and still coming to church in pampers. Now, I'm talking spiritually now. Talking spiritually. Hallelujah. You just might have to wake up to a big storm of some kind in your life to wash away some stuff so God can reveal to you exactly how immature you are in Jesus. My, my, my. Hallelujah. Amen. Storm will reveal, amen, our level of maturity. How many understand and know that God expects us to grow in Him? Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I mean, what's, what's, what's another saying the Apostle Paul gave there to the, uh, to the Christians? What was it? He said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I thought, talked as a child, uh, I acted as a child, but when I become a man, I put away childish things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. If I look up, if I look up here one night and see big old brother Scott back there walking in that door with a rattler in his head, I'm, I'm going to wonder about that old boy. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory. glory. Amen. If I if I look up and see see uh see uh Deacon Farmer coming in with uh with a with a teething uh ring in his mouth, I'm a, I'm gonna worry about him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean that might have been good for back in the days he was wearing them cut off pants in that picture. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it wouldn't work too good today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. God expects us to grow. Hallelujah. Uh, some people have been in church for years, and if you try to go past Acts 2.38, you get them lost. God says, look here. 
There's a whole book here that's filled up with a whole lot more stuff than just Acts 2.38. Hallelujah. Amen. We ought to desire, hallelujah, the Word of God. Amen. We ought to have a hunger. Amen. God, I know, even after all these years, and I've prayed this prayer, God, I know there are hidden jewels in this book that I haven't uncovered yet. God, help me to do what it takes that I can find some of those things. I can get a hold of some of those hidden jewels. Because with every hidden jewel you find, with every other new revelation that God opens up to you from His Word, it takes you up to a different level. Hallelujah, to where you can worship closer to God. Amen. You can do more for Him. You can fight more in the battles. Hallelujah. So we, we, need, to, we need to make sure... Amen, that we're growing, hallelujah, and that we're doing the things that will make us grow, glory to God. Now, linked close to that, but a little bit different, is the fourth and final thing that I'm going to talk to you about tonight, hallelujah, that the storms of life uh, will reveal, and that is the measure of my teachability. Now I don't I don't know for I don't know for such a word I don't know if you can find teachability in the dictionary or not, but uh, I, I put that together. The measure of the storm storms of life will reveal to me the measure of my teachability. How uh, able how easy can uh, it is for God to teach me? Hallelujah! You see, there's some people you can't teach anything to. Hello, somebody. There's some people you cannot teach them anything. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And sometimes God allows a storm to come our way to, to wash away some stuff that will reveal to us, amen, our measure of, of teachability. Ha, listen, I cannot take the attitude... Well, bless God, I've been, I've been preaching for 40-some-odd years. I, st- I started out when I was 14 years old, and I'm fixing to join that 60 club in a couple of weeks. Hallelujah. Amen, Kate. I mean, why would I want to listen to somebody else? Can't nobody tell me nothing. If I get that attitude, that's when God cuts it off with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I have been taught by several people in this congregation. Sometimes you teach me some things by your testimony. Hallelujah. God opens up. Amen. Shows me some things. Sometimes, amen, I'm taught, amen, by this one and that one. Listen, we don't need to ever get to the point in the place we think that uh, can't somebody somebody else, amen, lead us a little deeper in the things of God. You You know why some people, amen, are not teachable? You want to know why? Some people, hallelujah, amen, uh, 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 don't uh, uh, or can't be teached, hallelujah, amen. Usually it's the ones who are heady and high-minded, proud and self-righteous, and general know-it-allers who can't be taught. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. The storm will reveal that too. Notice what Apostle Paul, uh, Brother uh, uh, Darrell quoted this scripture uh, this morning while he was teaching Sunday school class. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 11. He, Apostle Paul said, Not that I speak in respect of want. 
He said, for I have learned. Focus on that word learn right there. I have learned in, so, in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Now, do you really understand what Paul is saying? When Paul said, I have learned, it let me know that he went through a process that he hadn't always felt that way. Hallelujah. He had to do some growing. He had to do some maturity. He had to be taught some things. Hallelujah. When you learn something, you've been taught something. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And Paul said, listen here. He said, I've learned. He said, and, and, uh, and, and this, is, this is how I, I have learned in whatever condition that I find myself in, I'm going to be content with Jesus. Hallelujah. Whether I'm full or whether I'm hungry, whether I'm clothed or whether I'm naked, whether I'm feeling good or whether I'm sick, whatever condition I'm in, I'm going to be content with Jesus because I know the Bible says that the, thing, the things about a man, his life does not, amen, of control by the things that he possesses. Hallelujah, glory to God. Let me tell you something. I wake up some mornings and I don't feel good. Amen. I wish I could just cover back up and say, amen, and then forget about this day. Hallelujah. But do I let me know, hallelujah, I stay content in God because I know He's the answer to every problem. Glory to God. Oh, He'll make a way when there seemeth to be no way. Glory to God. And if I can press on, if I can worship Him, if I can glorify Him, then I begin to feel good. Hallelujah. Something happened to me tonight during this service. And nobody, nobody picked up on. I don't think. But while we was worshiping God, and it was right after, right after the testimony, Sister Delahead, for, for a few seconds, I thought I, thought I was going to fall over. I looked out, and everything was spinning. And, and I was, you know, I, Lord, what's going on here? I just began to talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. I could have uh, given in to that, and I could... Uh, called Brother Paul, amen, Brother Douglas up there said, y'all finish out this service, I'm sitting down over here, something wrong, you know, I, I'm feeling dizzy right now, something, I'm in the room spinning around, and I, 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 know, I know I ain't been uh, smoking anything green and smell sweet, sweet, hallelujah, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. I said, Lord, you got to handle this. You got to take all this, and just in a, just in a matter of minutes. Now, I mean, I've, I've got you know, I was diagnosed with that uh, in ear problem, you know, a couple of years. I, I I went several days, couldn't even work or do anything. And they pulled me off the bus because of it, because it's it's dangerous and everything. And they say it try to, it comes back every every now and then once you have that and everything. But you know, in in my own way up there, while things was going on, I just me and God having communication, hallelujah, amen, and I'm preaching right now, and I'm feeling pretty good in what I'm doing, hallelujah, I give God glory for that, hallelujah, we, church, we got, we've got to learn, like the apostle Paul, to be content, we got to be teachable, hallelujah, 
Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I look at people like this precious saint of God right here, Sister Moore, man, and she just, she don't realize how much she thrills my soul. Hallelujah. Do y'all realize how many cards, business cards that this lady has passed out for this church, and she's not even a member of this church. They, you know, they go, uh, they, they go to Brother Belps. I mean, it's been thousands of them. She's even been been put down, and a store manages a store. Where was it? Goodwill, you told me? Told her, said, you don't come back in here passing that stuff out no more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I... <laughs> I, 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 I'm being taught by saints of God like that. These warriors, hallelujah. Praise God. Man, how I'd love, how I'd love to be able to sit down right here on this front row right now and have old brother shouting hell get up there and take over. He didn't have any education. He couldn't tell you no Greek like I tell you from time to time. He didn't have none of all that other study. Hallelujah. But God, amen, through the Holy Ghost, like he did so many of them old saints of old, led them through the Spirit, spoke to them. Hallelujah. He gave them. They're the ones who had the real power and the real authority. Hallelujah. Amen. And I would love to be able to sit down and hear him preach one more time. Hallelujah. I seen him on that video I was telling you all about this morning. When he was having that, he stood up and said a few words about being that. And that blessed me as now as I was passing the church that he had founded and, and, and cared for so many years. Hallelujah. Folks, we should never get so proud and heady and high-minded that we can't think somebody else can teach us something. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Take the time. If somebody's trying to talk to you, take the time. Amen. Be considerate enough to take the time to listen to them. Hallelujah. Amen. You might, you, you might just not just know, but they might be able to tell you something. Hallelujah. That, that you've never looked at, that you've never, never seen before. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I believe that's what God is wanting in this, in this day and hour of His church. Thing that will bring unity in the Bible and in, in the body to get the church closer together when we're when we're interested in what one another's got to say when when we some some people won't listen to nobody's testimony but their own. Hello, Lord to God, I've I've seen that. I've seen people get up and testify. They're supposed to have been testi- testifying, but actually they're trying to preach a message, even though to preach. You know, and they expect everybody to give them 100% attention. But then you notice that when they sit down and somebody else is testifying, they're feeling around doing something else. They ain't listening to what the other people are saying. God, don't never let me get to where I think I can't be taught. Hallelujah. Lord of God. I mean, bless God, these little small kids around here, amen, can teach us something if we allow them. Hallelujah. Amen. They'll teach us something if we just open ourselves up. But sometimes, sometimes it takes a storm to come in to uncover some stuff like that. Hallelujah. And 
this is what the message today is all about, the revealing nature of life's storms. Storms will reveal the source of my faith. It will reveal the strength of my commitment, how well I'm committed to God. It will reveal the level of my maturity. And then it will reveal the measure of my teachability. Hallelujah. If we can ever get those things settled and down pat, then it may be God will, amen, stop some, as many stones from coming your way. Hallelujah. Because you've yielded yourself, amen, to the will, amen, and the process of God. I'm going to ask Brother Darrell to come on up if he would. Amen. And we're going to give an opportunity tonight to uh, people to pray. He wants to pray. But I hope it's, and, and pray, amen, that you allowed God to speak to you uh, today and tonight also uh, in this message uh, that don't get all upset when you're going through a storm and you feel like you've been bombarded on every side. If you're going through a storm, then say, Lord, if, you, if you've taken me through this storm, help me. Help me, God, amen, to let, let this storm reveal to me what you want me to know more about myself than what I do. Hallelujah. That's important. That's very important. Let's everybody stand together tonight.